Welcome to B.O. Boys. We're here. Fuck it. We're doing it live. It's a raw feed. It's always a raw feed. This is going to be posted Monday, November 11th. We're talking about the weekend of the 8th of November. And my oh my, talk about a surprise attack. Wow. We were, a nation was caught off guard by this box office. And I would say a lot of movie predictions went to sleep. Well, who are you? Because I'm Clay. God, I'm Pat. We're the B.O. Boys. We're the B.O. Boys. Of course you fucking know who we are. Why would they be here if they didn't know? They they know. Respect the names. Respect the games. All right, here we go. So what happened this weekend, Okay, so This was a total disaster. I don't think we could. So let's real quick talk about our top fives. They don't mean anything because we were completely wrong. We thought Dr. Sleep was going to overperform. And oh boy, Dr. Sleep was in a coma this weekend. It came in. The doctor was not in. No. uh, Came in second at 14 million. That is so below its tracking. It's disgusting. Wow. How? I know. How, how do you show your face if you had anything to do with this movie? It's it, but we got to talk about the winner. We got to talk about the winner first. Midway, seventeen point five million. At first, it was saying, I, I I checked on Saturday and they were saying nineteen to twenty. I this is insane. I was like, this is insane. Right. But we had Midway not even in our top five. Oh, right, well, okay? what was our top fives last? So week? our top fives last week. We Our predictions. Had, so you had uh, Doctor Sleep number one, and going over twenty five mil. How foolish we seem! Then you had uh, Last Christmas coming in next. Okay. And then Dark Fate, which that's a whole nother story, dropped right, right. to fifth. Then you had Playing with Fire, which you were actually right on about that one in the sense of. Making more than ten, okay. which was what it was tracking. And then was my five. And then you had Joker. Okay, what was your just your top five? Uh, Doctor Sleep, Last Christmas, Dark Fate, Joker, Playing with Fire. Okay, so what was the actual top five this week? The actual top five: Midway, number one, seventeen point five. Doctor Sleep, fourteen point one million. Jesus. Playing with Fire, number three, twelve point eight million. So you're right on that. Whoa, Playing with Fire hit twelve point eight. So John Cena is he's got some juice at the box office. It's this is this a, is a huge win for him. It is. It's it's a lackluster weekend. So it's one of those weekends where it, we were saying a lot of people were going to go to the theater. That wasn't the case. Uh, but that movie being placed at the time that it was released was great for him because top three finish, that looks good. Yeah, that's a big, big win for Cena. Last Christmas underperforming at 11.6, and then Terminator Dark Fate dropped 63% to 10.8 million. It's at 48.4 cum. That is a disaster. Yeah, okay. So it's a bigger disaster There's than a lot of stories thought. going on here. Let's right now talk Dark Fate. Let's give it the because this is the, it's the last. Let's week put in the dirt top on five. it. Let's put dirt on it. Yeah, it was a bigger d- disaster than anyone would have thought, even after that first weekend. This is the nightmare scenario came true. The Judgment Day happened, and humanity was wiped out, and there was nothing that Linda Hamilton or Arnold Schwarzenegger could do to stop it. Judgment Day came for this series. It is over. 
It's got to be over. Dark Fate. How is that even an enticing title? Dark oh, well, Fate. What? It, what is that? What? It's such a gobbledygook of nothingness. Yeah. Dark Fate. Terminator Dark Fate. I know. It's two words smashed together. Yeah. It sounds like a comic book from the 90s. That it's Dark Fate. Yeah. That's the comic book, and it's because it's dark, and that means it's gritty. Yeah. So what is that? This movie is this is Gemini Man territory. Well, for uh, for you know the and the thing about Gemini Man is there's no IP behind. Well, it. that's the and I said I made that I talked about that the other time, and you were you were right. We it is a disappointment on that level money wise for the investment right but they spent it, a lot on gemini man but in the end it's a movie that had no reason to be a gigantic success terminator had a name it had an ip and that this is an ip failing spectacularly yes and i think hollywood should i'm actually I never want a movie to do bad at the box office. Mm-hmm. I love Baffa Bobo. I want movies to make millions upon millions of dollars. Everything overperform. I want even that to shit happen. we don't like. Exactly everything I want it to overperform. But the 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 facts are like this movie did horribly. Yeah, and it's just you can't. The, these IPs, like, nobody wants Terminator anymore. No. And close it's a, the ride. If the Universal Studio still has the Terminator ride, you got to close it stop now. Stop it right now. There's kids on it. Whatever. Stop it. Oh, it's, halfway through. If it, they're if they're up halfway on the roller coaster, stop it because the movie did so poorly. you got to break a few eggs. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, there's going to be casualties with, with anything like this, right? But I think it's good that some of these IPs are failing because- the argument is too many IPs. We've seen this before. Seen this before. We've seen this before. People are speaking with their money. Mm-hmm. People are saying no. We don't want this. And Hollywood will start to listen. Yeah, I know. It's you're you're getting choked <laughs> up from talking about the end of the Terminator. Look, it's a raw feed. Yeah, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. Keeping the coughs. In. So Dark Fate. I think this is the last we ever need to talk about it. Yes. This movie was a disaster. Arnold's never coming back as a movie star. No. It's over. He will not be back. He can't say it anymore. Yeah. He's got to stop saying it. You, What you have to do to Mia culpa with this movie, take out an ad. Not you, but the the uh, the company. Yeah. Big full page in Variety that says, has Terminator, uh, Schwarzenegger has Terminator, and he says, I won't be back. Yes. I won't be back. And everybody will say, you know what? That's a classy move. Yeah. That's a classy move. It got me a giggle. I giggled a little bit. Right. And that's good. Now we know we can move on. Yeah. So moving on from Terminator Dark Fate, I mean, the big story, let's go now up to number one. Number one at the box office. What happened here with Midway? Was Midway. So the dads came out. Yes. The dads came out. And we Real America. The dads come- and Real America came out. Yeah. The stacks came out. Yeah. People left the stacks to go- to the to the movie to see Midway. So Midway is a World War II movie with Woody Harrelson and, and then a collection of you know Aaron Eckhart's. Yeah, including Aaron Eckhart himself. Yes, yes. There's but a couple Aaron, Aaron Eckhart esque actors and actresses. Uh-huh. You know, like we said, the people who you throw up on the screen when you're putting 15 different names on the screen at once. You know, that's who's up there. People. The thing is, this wasn't a big hit. I mean, well, it, it opened number one, but it made seventeen million, and it's a big budget movie. Yeah. It's like it—it's a face-saving opening. I, or, 
I um, erroneously said that it was lower budget, that it was in the 50s. It's actually a $100 million because it's yeah. Roland Emmerich, and he's not going to do anything less than 100 100 is low budget for him. This was an indie for him. Yes. And yes. Yes. This is like an A24 picture for Roland Emmerich. Yeah. 17.5 is not a triumph in any other way other than in this week of a box office weekend. Yeah. I mean, Dr. Sleep shitting the bad. All right, let's just, let's, yeah, I mean, Dr. Midway, Sleep. But here's the thing with Midway. Is, like, what does this say about the people going to the movies right now? Is there, I mean, is this real America standing up? Or do you think this is a, just, there's nothing else it's to It's an say. action movie. Everyone likes Woody Harrelson. Okay. There's guns and blows ups and, you know. And it's, it's war. It was it was Veterans Day weekend. So. Yeah, exactly. So you had that. You had people doing their duty and seeing a movie about war. Yeah. Um. You know, you might have had some people thinking it was 1917. They heard there's a World War II movie that might be up for the Oscars. Oh, the same end is. And so they went to see Midway and they just assumed that was the one. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it's a movie that I think in a couple of weeks is going to be totally out of the the top ten. Well, is it even in the top ten next week? We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that. But yeah, it's a it's. Oh, I mean the top five. I always say top ten. I mean top five. Will it be in the top five? Uh, But Doctor Sleep. I mean, this was okay. This is a Warner Brothers movie, and and they've been on a hot streak. And well, not necessarily. They've been it, it and Joker. It and Joker, but they also put out a little movie called The Goldfinch. Which yeah. was a bomb, and also Motherless Brooklyn. Yeah, but those are just the Oscar Beatty. You know, no one thought that those are good. But I this mean, is prestige horror, which is something yes. that they're really good at. Yes, and something didn't connect. It was too long. I've heard. Uh, also, Ewan McGregor doesn't have much star power, to be no. honest with you. I don't think people were excited to go see a Ewan McGregor vehicle, and we. I think we they over- didn't want to sit with him for that long. We overestimated how much people liked that scene from Ready Player One. Well, you know, I wonder if there's also some aspect of not hitting hard enough that this is The Shining 2. You know, should this movie have been called, and I know this is a straight up adaptation of he wrote a book, Dr. Sleep, right? That Stephen King did write a sequel to The Shining. Yes, called Dr. Sleep. Should the movie have been called The Shining 2? Or Shining Presents, you know, like a a Conjuring Presents Annabelle. Yeah. You know, should this have been The Shining verse? Should they have hit that stronger in the marketing? Call it Overlook. Isn't that the name yes, of the hotel? Yes, call it Overlook. Call it fucking Hotel Overlook. Yes. Because the guy who uh, spearheaded this, I uh, Flanagan? Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. Who's like, basically his he, career now is he makes Stephen King adaptations other than it, other than like the big, big one. He makes like Netflix Stephen King adaptations. He did Gerald's Game. He did, what else? He did one or two other ones. He had that movie that he made himself or was, anyway, those are Netflix movies. They don't have box office. So, But his big thing was he did that limited series that people love, The Hill House. Okay. Um, I think there may be an aspect of this movie not having hit The Shining connection hard enough. That it's not an obvious thing because no one from the original movie's in it. You know, Ewan McGregor is playing the kid as an adult. 
but you're doing a sequel to a movie in which the title of the original movie is not in this movie. None of the stars are back. You know, it's not like Nicholson is in it or Shelley uh, Duval is in it. That would have been huge. So, you know, if you're not getting Shelley Duval in here, what what is on the poster letting us know for sure that this is another Shining movie? Yes. Uh, so uh, I'm just I sorry. I was just checking that Mike Flanagan directed and wrote it. So this was his vision. Yeah. And people were not into it. Yeah, two and a half hours. That's crazy. Yeah, that's too long. And I think they, they, this was probably already in the pipeline when It 2 came out. And It 2 also had that when people said too long. But still, that movie was a hit. Not as big as the first one, but It 2 was too long. And I think that might have made people say, ugh, It 2 I'll go see, even though it's long. This... Mm, maybe not so much. Right. They maybe burnt themselves a little bit with it too, it too being so long. Right. So they this movie needed to bring Jack back. I, I mean, that's it. You know what? He's Dr. a guy. Dr. Sleep in retrospect feels like that Fast and Furious movie where none of them were in it. Tokyo Drift. Yes. This is the Tokyo Drift of the Shining verse. And you know what? It's Rotten Tomatoes score was not great. It was okay. It was in the 70s. But that wasn't enough, I don't think, to make people, oh, I got to go see this. Yeah. If it was in the 90s, we're maybe looking at it making 20, 25. Right. I, I, I thought The Shining IP was stronger, but also in retrospect, The Shining IP, is this really a test of it? Because this wasn't called Shining 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you'd have to be really knowledgeable of Stephen King novels to know that this was a Stephen King book just from the name of it. Right. Uh, but he also puts out three books every month. So it's, you know, it's very hard to keep track of all of the releases. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, I think this is a stumble for Stephen King, but it's not going to hurt him. No. I mean, not th- I mean, he's... Uh... Yeah, nothing. He's hot right Stephen now. King. He's hot right now. He's hot. I think people are still going to be into his next uh, n- novel turned into a movie. Yeah. Um, it's bad for Ewan McGregor. He took a swing at being a movie star again, and it just ain't. Oh, happening. I don't think even if this did well, you could put this on Ewan McGregor at all. I don't think he gets credit for this I mean, at all. If it does if well, if this movie opens up at like thirty, forty million. That's a good bump for his career. That that makes him more bankable in his in his normal Ewan McGregor movies. It definitely makes him more bankable. I guess. But uh, I don't even know what he's been doing recently. Young Adam? I don't know. Is that his last movie? Who knows? I mean, I can check. Do we really want to deep dive into no. Ewan McGregor? No. I mean, it's not even worth it. If this I was like a hit- him. We like Ewan McGregor. He's yeah. not a movie star, and I think this confirmed... He's almost a movie negative when it comes to box office. Oh, I don't know if he's necessarily negative, uh, but he's definitely not an al- value add. He's not a value add. No, not at all. Not at all. Is there somebody you put in this movie instead that, of him? Instead of him, you know Jeff what? Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges is so old. <laughs> uh, it's a bigger hit if this Jeff Bridges playing yeah. the kid. It, yeah, if you he grew up. Uh, yeah, he had a rough childhood. If this is if this is a Chris, a Pine, a Hemsworth. Well, not a Hemsworth. It would be maybe do worse. Yeah. But if this was Chris Pine or Chris Evans, this movie does do better. 
than Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Like, and I know the Chris's don't mean that much at the box office, but I think that type of uh, movie actor means more in this movie than Ewan McGregor does. You know who would be good if he wasn't already in It too. Bill Hader? No. McAvoy. Oh, McAvoy. That's a guy. This Ma- movie. McAvoy instead of Ewan McGregor. 25 this, mil. Hit, 25 it, it mil. Hits yes. It hits its tracking. It hits its tracking. Yes. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It needed to be McAvoy. Yeah. But he was with it. So we understand why he wasn't cast. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about your boy. Let's talk about your boy. John Cena playing with fire. 12.8. That's yeah. really strong. I was going to talk about Todd Phillips, but he's also your boy. But Todd Phillips not my boy. He's not my boy from way from back. From way back. No, he's not my boy from way back. Okay. Well, you know, listen. You tell me something off mic, and then you you, you don't say it on mic. It, it's confusing. All right. Playing with fire. Yes. Number three. Your real boy, Cena. Yeah. This is a big win for him. This is a big, big win. I mean, this is a genre of movie that... It feels like a, like sort of like romantic comedies. One of those. It's a type of thing they don't make that much of anymore. Crappy kids movies. Yes. Yes. Movies that are not, you know, because now kids are supposed to go see all the big like Pixar movies, Disney movies, and the Marvel movies. Those are all kids movies. So you don't have as many of like the Goonies, where it's just a movie that only kids are supposed to like, and that's what this was. And the kids came out for twelve point eight. I guarantee you this is going to be a very profitable movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this I think this movie is going to do well. Now, will it have any legs? Who knows. But uh, you're looking at if this movie make ends up in a run where it makes 25 or 30 million, that's going to be a successful movie. Oh yeah, and it's it's got another weekend uh before Frozen comes and demolishes everything. Mhm. Before it's a frozen tundra, and just that movie standing atop everything, so the, you're gonna have some kids going to see this uh, next weekend. So it it's gonna end up in the 40s, maybe if it's lucky. Yeah, but that's a big win because this budget could not be big. No way, no way. This this was this is gonna be a very successful movie, uh, and I think what this does is now John Cena is bankable. At a certain level, he could star in movies. Yeah, you I know, think this bodes well for him. Yeah. Oh, geez, the budget was almost thirty million dollars. Really? That's kind of high for that. Interesting. Where did that money go? I mean, was that body grease? Was that a lot of body grease? Yeah, because they're going up and down the pole too. Yeah, so you got to grease up Cena. So that's that's got to be five million dollars of grease right yeah. there. Yeah, so I guess that's a high budget. I think uh, next time cut down on the grease because then you're going to get a little bit of a, a better return on your investment. But who yeah. knows? No, He's the star. Is... He's a star now. So he can. You got to give him his body grease. You got to give him his body grease. Uh, and, and of course, cargo shorts. You got to keep the man in cargo mm-hmm. shorts. Mm-hmm. He loves his cargo shorts, jean, jean shorts as well. So the budget probably was less without all those things. Right. Um, so. And that's a write off. Oh, you can totally write. Cargo shorts are a write-off. Oh, I write them off on my taxes every year. Mm-hmm. So then we're looking at Last Christmas, number Last four. Christmas. Now, at first, these two movies looked neck and neck in the initial weekend reports. But as we know, these studios don't know their asses from their elbows. So it ended up coming in at 11.6. Now, you were right about this. You thought that it was not going to – I thought it was going to be – Higher than seventeen, 
and you said it was going to be lower than. But 17. I did say like a smidge under. This yeah, this is way under what I was expecting. I thought Last Christmas would do better. Um, we don't talk about quality of movies, but we both did see this movie, and it is. I will say that the reason I could see this bombing from a qualitative standpoint is the romance is not good. It's this is not the type of movie that women are going to be I think recommending it based on the romance. No. It is in in some ways it is not a romantic comedy at all. It no. is like a drama slash regular comedy. Um I think bad word of mouth is going to kill this movie. And Spilled some water, but you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. We're it's doing a raw it live. Feed. Um, I agree. I think people are going to uh, are going to say that. I think if anything, people might say this is so weird. You might need to see it, but usually that doesn't draw that. No, and I don't think that draws that audience. Right. It's not going to draw uh, a female audience. They probably won't go see something just because it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, this is an underperformer. Does it mean anything for the stars? Henry Golding's got a bunch of Crazy Rich Asian sequels coming out, so he's going to be headlining movies for the next three, four years, no matter what. It's interesting. It's interesting for Amelia Clark though, because she's trying to have a post Game of Thrones career. Right. She seems to be one of the well, that's not true. But she's very good in this. She's, she's winsome. I think it's like no, she's gonna have a career in in yeah. in, in rom coms because, like we said before, her other rom com that came out a couple years ago in the summer overperformed. This movie is not gonna do the same, but it dings her a little bit, but not enough. I think they still. I think if you did an exit poll, people would say she's winning. Yes. She's she's a winning presence, and I want to see more of her, and I want to see her in better stuff. Yes. Now, if she does three more of these, and they have the same box office, then we're talking this is uh, bad for right, her. Right, right. Then you're, then you're in TV movie category. Yeah, then you definitely are going to be in a Lifetime movie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think that it dings her a little bit, but nobody's really... The, the person who maybe suffers the most with this movie is Paul Feig. Yes, I was just going to say... This is because he had a simple favor, which did okay. It did fine, but he hasn't had a big, big hit in a while. Basically, he hasn't had a big, big hit other than when he's with Melissa McCarthy, mm-hmm. *Bridesmaid*, *Spy*, *The Heat*. I mean, those are all big movies. But you know, *Ghostbusters* was what it was. I mean, *Answer the Call*, of course, that was what it was. Simple favor was what it was. This is a going to be a kind of a bomb. So you know he's, what? No, I'm not going to say he's a director who's going to be in movie jail, but he's definitely not as hot as he was four or five years ago. Yeah, uh, simple favor though. It, Did it do really well? Did it, it hit seventy? It okay. So it's made like fifty. Yeah, so it did fine. Yeah, it made almost 100 worldwide. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is some kind of... It's not a disaster. I don't think Last Christmas is going to be a disaster for him. No. But it's definitely not a win for anyone. It doesn't help anyone get their next movie made. And I think, and again, we're not talking about quality other than how it affects box office. 
this was a step down in quality from Simple Favor, and it needed yes. to be a step up. Yes. He needed to show some more flair, some other sort of thing to make him a marquee star director, and he's going the wrong direction. Yes, this is his worst movie. I agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this one is probably... Not going to be around very long. It's definitely not going to be around come Christmas time. It'll be out of the theaters by then. It'll be out of the theaters by Thanksgiving, probably. Yeah. Now, real quick, because we just got to talk about Joker because we talk about Joker every week. Yep. It's now at... And Joker's big for our numbers. People... We put Joker... I'll probably put Joker in the title of this episode just because people search Joker every week. You gotta. You gotta. Joker finishes eighth. Joker... At three hundred and thirteen point four million domestic, creeping up on a billion. Wow! So it could be a billion dollar baby. Yeah, I could be wrong. It could be a billion dollar baby. It, you know hey, what? Can you do me a favor. It's gonna be. Can you do me a favor when you bring me out? Could you introduce me as billion dollar Joker? <laughs> That'd be great. That would be great if he if he who on a talk show and did that. Yep. That'd when be awesome. When Joaquin went out there, he's like, "Could you do me a favor?" Could you introduce me as over three hundred domestic oh, Joker? That's so great. What if he did that? That that would make me like him so much. Yes. Yes. Now, flaunt the bo. You know who would love that? Oh, your boy Todd Phillips. It's not my boy. Your boy from way back. Not from way back. Uh, so Maleficent. I mean, honestly, I, I we both wish we were friends with Todd Phillips. He's a giant movie. Producer. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, uh, Maleficent, uh, ninety-seven. Million, so it's gonna make a hundred. It's gonna make a hundred. It's interesting, Maleficent, and and it's. I think it's made four hundred worldwide. Yeah, I mean, it's not a. It's it's an underperformer for sure. Yeah, it is. You know what? I keep saying it. This is a movie that they kind of made so that it would be on Disney Plus. You know, it's a draw for Disney Plus. And uh, I think it'll probably come close to breaking even at the box office. Yeah, I mean, but that's not what they wanted. No, they wanted, no, no. They they wanted, wanted a billion-dollar baby. Yeah, it wanted a billion-dollar baby. Um, and just one last thing, number 10, Adam's Family, $91.4 million. Big that hit. is a hit. Yep. We're going to be looking at Adam's Family, too. Yep. And it might be bigger than the first. Yep. Uh, so that's interesting. Now, let's talk about next weekend. Oh, boy. We've got two... Big movies. Okay. And then we've got one small movie that we got to talk about because we didn't talk about Harriet last time uh, or and two episodes in the ago. S. And a bit of snaps. Well, which now Harriet has <laughs> dropped down to. Uh, no, but Harriet had a good second weekend. Um, seven point two. Yeah, I mean, for that movie, it's it's got to be over twenty million domestic. It's at a twenty three. Yeah. It came in at number eight. Yeah, it's nothing to sneeze at. It definitely overperformed. And you know what? Adding theaters. Harriet is adding theaters. Yeah, no, Harriet is a success so far. It's looking like a, uh, looking like a success. I don't know how much more they would have expected out of that movie than what they're getting. Oh, it overperformed. Yeah, and you know what? Good for her. Good for her. Good for Cynthia Revo. Mm-hmm. She's had a bunch of attempts at making her a star the last year. Widows underperformed. Uh, Bad was times. It? Bad at times the at El Royale. She's been good in everything, so I'm glad to see she's got a hit. I think her next movie, if she's in a in a, a quality movie, they give her a shot, she could be big. Yeah, it yeah. could be big. Yeah, because people root for her. Yes, people like her. Yeah, 
And that's one of the key elements of being a movie star. Yep. So we're going to talk about two big movies. Okay. Or one movie that's going to be big and one movie that was supposed to be big and is not well, going to be big. Well, let's talk about that because it's always... It's always fun to talk about a upcoming disaster. We it's like how much fun it is to talk about, you know, climate change. Now, I gotta say, we were wrong about Midway. We are not gonna be wrong about Charlie's no. Angels. This this is if this movie oh, you're is a hit. We don't know anything. We'll retire. We don't know anything. We'll retire. We'll retire. This if, is the last episode of This Is a Hit. Yeah. If Char okay, so the movie we're talking about is the newest reboot of Charlie's, Charlie's Angels. Angels. It is Kristen Stewart and the actress who played Jasmine in the Will Smith Aladdin, which is the superior Aladdin. Well, and opinion, that's opinion. I don't know who the third angel is. I don't either. Um, I can look it up. And that's a problem. That's not our fault. That is this movie's fault. Because who were the original movie Char- Charlie's Angels? Cameron Diaz at the height of her stardom. Mm-hmm. We're talking something about Mary era Cameron Diaz. Drew Barrymore, probably at the height of her movie stardom, post-Wedding Singer giant comeback. And you had Lucy Liu, who was, was she in like Kill Bill era at that point? She was Allie McBeal. She was, she was not she was in a very, Kill Bill yet. She was a very famous actress. So yeah. that was your Charlie's Angels then. That was, we're going to talk about that in the Wayback Machine. That was a giant hit. Mm-hmm. This Charlie's Angels is Kristen Stewart, who was obviously in a gigantic series of movies. Twilight movies. But that was a long time ago. Since then, she has done lots of indie movies, which good for her. Well, that's what we're going to... We're good actually going to talk about that in the way back, too, we'll talk about it's her. very interesting, but what, her box She office. is not a movie star right now. But sh- that was a choice. Yes, that was definitely a choice. But this is her choice to try and be a movie star right now. Yes. She is, you do a Charlie's Angels movies, that is not for the art. That is because you want to hit. It is funny that her and, and Robert it Pattinson is not gonna work. are poking their heads back up and wanting to do big things. Now, Robert Pattinson's doing Batman. That's a lot different than Charlie's Angels. So, uh, I mean... He, well, we're both saying this is going to be a mega disaster. Yes, this is a disaster. I'm... I God, I feel like this is going to be. Is this a single digits opening weekend? Is there any chance this opens at nine million dollars? Yes, there's a very good chance because right now it's tracking anywhere between fifteen and twenty two. Box Office Pro is saying eighteen. I like this. This feels like gem territory to me. Yes, this has got to be under eighteen. Got to be. Got to oh, be a hundred percent under. It is a awful trailer. It is an IP. A, that I don't think anyone uh, cares about, but I think even more so than that, it is an IP that people actively don't want. This is not the time. Charlie's Angels doesn't make sense anymore. Like, when they did the reboot in the, was it late 90s, early 2000s? Early 2000s. You could still sell a movie on Cameron Diaz shaking her butt. Here are three hot babes who are going to do karate. You know, come Google and Google. Mm-hmm. That was you. That could was Google before Google. You were Googling and Googling before you were Googling. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that kind of movie anymore. You can't sell a movie based on uh, women shaking well, their butts, which if, is good. If, you shouldn't have no. to do that anymore. Uh-huh. And if you want to Google, use Google. 
to We're Google. Porno. We yeah. know. Yeah. So you can't sell a movie on sex anymore. And the sort of like female empowerment, like feminism angle just feels so phony in a Charlie's Angels movie. Yes. What is the angle of this? Why this? It's just an IP that people have heard that before, but it's no different than fucking Chips, yes. the Chips movie. And you know what? Actually, Dak Shepard did the best he could with that property. He made the movie he wanted to make, and people didn't want to see it. But I think this is where Elizabeth Banks had to make a decision. So she's directing where, this movie. Yeah, she, it's either you don't get to make a big movie, or you do a big movie, but it's an IP from this catalog. Right. Look in this catalog and see what you want to do. Or this is what we think you should do. Choose from these. Right. And I'm sure that was given to her. And she is somebody who directed a Pitch Perfect movie that did very well. She's somebody who wants to take that next step into being a director. And this was what she was offered. Right. She had no They were no like, choice. do you want Charlie's Angels? Do you want Barney Miller? Exactly. Yeah. Do you do you want Alice? Right. Do you want Maud? What do you want? And she was like, Charlie's Angels, maybe I can do something with it. And I'm sure this was a very difficult process for her. Like, But I think she had to do it. Yes. I think this is a movie that exists for bad reasons, but it was a decision that Elizabeth Bank had to make to try and take that next step. Because who knows? Maybe it could have been a big hit. But there's no angle on this that seems interesting. Well, that's the thing. You have to, you know what there's you do. There's nothing. It's the you same do, ver and you again, do the jump street. Do you you yes, you had you to make this jump street. Yeah. You had to make this 21 jump street. You have to make the angels retired, make them a little bit older and then they have to bring in a newbie. Right. There had to be some hook. There was no hook to this Charlie's Angels. They're basically just like here's Another version of the Charlie's Angels movies from 20 years ago, except now when people don't want this style of movie. Uh huh. Absolutely. Now, Naomi Scott is the uh, uh, play Jasmine and Aladdin. Okay. And then the other angel is Ella Balinska. Okay. Is she an Instagrammer? Um, I'm sure she's, she's selling handbags. She was in a movie called Run, Sweetheart, Run. Okay. Um, she does not have, she's not high profile that I know of. Um, she's a British actress. Okay. So she probably did a lot of stuff in Britain. Very sparse Wikipedia thing. So I think she's 23 years old. She hasn't done much. There's, there's no draw to this movie at all. There is no hook. This is every, I've seen this trailer a million times and you could feel the crowd not giving a shit. Mm -hmm. There's a palpable sense of no shits given yeah yeah i i i think this is going to be a disaster and i i feel bad because i like elizabeth banks i like her as an actress i think that it's good to have you know female directors of obviously. course of obviously. course obviously but i wish the choices for her were not just here's some old bullshit make right. this work right because it won't Right. And it's setting her up for failure. I mean, she's got to have, she's got to be fucking just drinking coffee like a maniac, just freaking out, waiting for this phone call. Alyssa, next she's going to hear this episode, and it's. I feel bad, Lizzie. We love you. We, do, Banksy. Banksy, you're the best. But she's the original. Banksy. We got to tell the truth. Well, this is about numbers, and the truth is, this isn't you about directed a, a dog. Yeah. 
You know, if she if she would have directed a movie with a dog, it would have done better. Yes. Do a Marley and Me reboot instead of doing a Charlie's Angels reboot. Why can't Air Bud be a woman? Why can't it be a female dog? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, make that that would make more money. It would make more money. Yeah, Charlie's Angels. I think there is a chance it opens in single digits, but for sure, it's going to be under eighteen million dollars. You know, give her Milo and Otis. You make it Melissa and Opal. They're female. Yeah. There you go. That movie's going to make more than Charlie's Angels. It's a shame. So we're saying, is this the lock? I mean, we were wrong about Midway. So I'm, but I cannot. Lock of the week, Angels up in flames. So so you're saying, okay, so how, when do we retire? What's a hit? Because we have to say what the number I mean, is. I think I think we got to say under the tracking. Uh, uh, the, so if it makes under 22, we still do episodes. Yes. But if it makes over 22, we hang up our headphones 100%. and the B.O. boys are no more. No more. 100%. If this movie makes over 22, we 100%. We only do the one episode to announce that we have retired. Because we don't know shit about shit. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. This is our cut the shit moment. This is, yes. This is a cut the shit moment this is for the me and you. Biggest cut the shit moment we've ever had. Yeah. This is huge. Angels is a hit. Angels makes over 22. We must quit. We must quit. Angels is a hit. We must quit. Yes. Now, let's talk about a movie that I think is actually going to be a hit. Ford versus Ferrari. Okay. You 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 are... Have I'm you seen little... this trailer? Yeah, I have. Okay. I don't know, man. Two... It's... This is where the adults come out. I think... I'm not... I'm not so sure about this box office for Ford versus Ferrari. Well, it's tracking from 25 to 35, and... God, that seems high. I hope it does well. I want everything to do well, but... This is James Mangold. He's a guy who has a track record of successes. Um, I'll look up his... Uh... Well, he, had, he had Logan, mm-hmm. but that's IP. Um, very different than this. Ferrari is... I guess Ferrari's sort of IP. Ford's IP. You had the V in Batman v Superman, so that's kind of IP now. So there's three different IPs in the title. Um, I... Do you know that when I think of this movie, I I always think that it's called Ford versus Fairlane. Oh, so you think this is the Dice Man's in this? You no, think I it's just a Ford I, I always I just want to say Ford versus Fairlane. Yeah, but it's um, but it's that but movie it's would do really poorly. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that you know Matt Damon obviously is a guy who's been in a ton of big movies. He is a movie star. Christian Bale obviously has been in big movies. He's been in the, you know star of the dark knight series so they are movie stars as much as anyone now are movie stars um do people want to see a car movie that doesn't have vin diesel is a big question well people saw uh hobbs and shaw right that's true so but this is ford v fair uh i was now i almost ford called versus it fairlane Ford versus Ferrari is not part of the uh, Fast and Furious universe. This is not Fast and Furious presents. We don't know yet. Okay, they could. It could be a stinger. Vin could show up at the end. Ford versus Ferrari might be like in between movies one and two. It, it, we don't know. The timeline yeah. is all is yeah. all messed up. Okay. Well, you think this is going to be a hit? Talk about why you think this is going to be a hit because you're high on this. I'm high on this, and I think, and I'm sorry if I wasn't talking, but I am trying to find 
uh, fucking uh, Mangold's information. And I love the the dash numbers, but I I can't figure out how it works right now. Okay, so let's I'm not talking. worry about websites. Let's just and talk about Box what Office do you think? Mojo. I'm still mad because then I went we to Box that. Office Mojo and it's it's fucking pissing me off. Okay, so I'm sorry. Here's the reason why I think that it's going to be a hit because I think it has Oscar buzz. It's one of the first movies coming out that's a uh, a movie that has some buzz about it that is award season buzz. Okay. And I think there are people who are hibernating, waiting. Like Oscar watchers are the opposite of bears. They hibernate during the summer and the uh, the fall and they come to life in the winter when the Oscar films come out. And I think this is the time, this is one of the first ones because Bale and Damon are going to go head to head, they said, in Best Actor. They're not going to do the split. So this is going to be interesting. So it's going to be Damon that's not versus mainstream. Bale. That's not a mainstream story, though, that's going to get people to the box office. Like, we love that shit. But I think, no, I think. But uh, fucking Joe Lunchpail and, and Susie, Susie Q. Well, okay. Cookie Pants. That's t- Susie you know. Cookie Pants, maybe not. But Joe Lunchpail is going to think Ford, car, Ferrari, car. I love cars. I love cars NASCAR. The lowest grossing Pixar movies, though. But the sequels are. The sequels are. Um, I think Cars number one probably did okay. Yeah, okay. So I think that this is going to be big because they are well-known names. They're they're they're. Uh, I mean, like you said, Damon's a star. Bale is a g- great actor that is in big movies occasionally. Mm-hmm. I think there's a draw here. I think this is a movie where you're going to have men come out and see it. So Midway is done then because the dads are totally moving on. I, I mean, that is weird. I'm thinking Midway overperforming might make the Ford Ferrari people think, oh, shit. Because they Midway were assuming, doesn't matter. No one's going to go see it next weekend. It doesn't matter. But what I'm saying is, like, they made their trip to the theater. Mm. Are they going back next weekend Maybe again? they liked it. Maybe the dads like it. Maybe the dads stay there. Maybe they move to the theater. The, Ford Ferrari, the best thing that could happen is if the dads sleep at the theater for a week. Yes. If, there's, if you walk into a theater... Do us a favor. They all got divorced. Instead of the yeah. Johnny Rockets, they went to the movie theater yeah. and live there now. Want to be a boys, want to be a girls. Do us a favor. Go to the theater this week sometime and walk into a showing of Midway and just see if there's any older gentlemen, gray hair, balding, things like that, people in their 50s to 60s with blankets over them. Yes. Then we'll know. Suitcases in the seat next to them. Yeah. Bindles. uh, We'll know that they were sleeping and they're sleeping and waiting for Ford Ferrari. And then we'll get them more of a chance. Mm -hmm. But I do think that I'm telling you, man, this is perched to be an awards uh, awards play. And I think real true cinephiles, and I count myself as one of those, and I count you as one of those, Mm -hmm. even though you love Todd Phillips so much. I do think that we are going to go see this movie. We're going to go see this movie next weekend. And I think people like us are going to go see this movie. Yeah. I, I, this I is mean, for true movie fans. This is a movie so finally you, okay, you for think true this, movie fans. You think this movie opens over 30 mil? Yes. Yes. You're you're thinking this opens 31 million I, I I will say, you know what I'll say? I think it opens at 30. Okay. I so mean, I don't think is, it beats the tracking hmm. that they're saying, but I do think it 
definitely gets to 30. I'm going to say under 30. I also do think this is a movie that may very well be a hit. I I don't think it's not going to be a hit, but I think it's a movie that could be a hit by opening up at 24, 25 and just being in theaters through, you know, February. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily a movie that everyone's going to feel like they have to see opening weekend. I think it's going to be around for a while, especially if it does end up being a best picture conversation movie. So you say under 30. I say under 30. I'm going to say under 30. So do we want to do, well, what's the third movie you said that's opening this week that we need to talk about? Well, we need to talk about it because, you know, we slept on Harriet. We can't sleep on The Good Liar, a mm. movie uh, by uh, starring Ian McKellen and Helen Mirren. So this is an old play. This is an old person play. This is for the wrinkle crowd. And this is like a movie about two old people going on like a Tinder date and someone's lying to the other one. Um, it, it's like a, a like an old people dating scam situation. I think so. Yeah, it's something about stealing a fortune. I think this movie's going to be a hit. And I think this is definitely going to be a movie that's a hit where it's in theaters for months. You think so? Yeah. Helen Mirren has her fans. I think this movie opens at like 11 or 12 million. I mean, she's a meme. That's insane. You're crazy. You're crazy. Cause this, well, what is the theater count? What is the track? Uh, that's what I was going to say. Okay, because is it opening? You know, what? you know why I like you so much? Because I was just going to talk about the fucking yeah, yeah, theater yeah. count. That was the thing. Uh, if this was opening wide, opening weekend, I think it definitely makes double digits. But they might be platforming it. You know so. what? I like you. Yeah. So it's not limited, but it's less than like a, 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 a giant movie. So it's, it's uh, 2,500. Okay. So that's... Just to give you an example, that's pretty big. Charlie's Angels is opening at thirty-three, and Ford is going to have thirty-five. The real big movies open, but it's at not four, that far off in the forties. It's not that far off. So what are they? What's the? Uh, so they're saying it can go anywhere from five to ten, but they're saying seven, seven point five. Oh wow! I'm surprised. I'm going to go this over. Wrinkle play is going to go over twelve. I'm, well, I'm going to say over is the the over under like seven million. You're going to say it over. It goes over seven point. Yeah, I'm going to say it goes over seven point. But are you sticking to your original? That no, you no. Think no it's let's just be say 12? over seven point because of the theater count. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, that makes sense. So then, here's the question: Does it get into the top five? Let's take a look. Okay, let's do it. Now, I'm assuming you gotta. I mean, you say yours, but we both are going to have Ford versus Ferrari number number one. one yes, right. But you say under 30, I say over 30. Uh, I mean, this is, wh- where do you go? I God, mean, Midway 2? No way. Cause, no, because Midway is going to drop under 17. Like a stone. And then what was number two this week? It was Midway. Dr. Sleep is going to fall. It's going to fall. Then after Dr. Sleep, it was Playing, Playing with, with fire. fire. Last Christmas, like all of these could fall fall really low so were you thinking charlie's angels by default has to be number two <sighs> could playing with fire now, move up to number two but if we're saying if we are saying there is a chance okay good liar beats angels is that possible i don't think that's possible because huh. we're saying here's what we're saying angels is gonna be single digits and it's possible because it's only supposed to open at 15. 
So then Charlie's Angels will probably get low double digits. It well, probably will end up at like 10 million or 11 million. Single digits would be such a complete calamity. But do you, for a movie that at least has a lot of awareness is the one thing it has going for it. I think it will by default at least be a movie that people know about. So god does it does does Charlie's Angels get beat by because what are you, what are our possible number twos? The possible number twos are obviously Midway because it was number one last week. Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. No, because Doctor Sleep's not gonna. I don't think Doctor Sleep has any momentum to. Last jump. Christmas or Playing Mid- with Fire. I mean, these are not great choices. Playing with Fire is the only one that could have a weirdly crazy hold. Yeah. I mean, because Doctor Sleep is not gonna hold. Midway is not gonna hold. You know, though, but. Maybe, you know, here's the thing about Midway. I know it's past Veterans Day, but since it went to number one, and that is something that people, even if you're not checking the box office stats, yep. it is a headline. And on Thursday, you're going to see all the commercials for Midway being like the number, number one, one movie. movie at the box office. So it could go, it could be second. So it's basically Midway or Charlie's, because Charlie's yeah. is going to have so much awareness but we're basically looking at that number two movie is going to be like ten or eleven million dollars. That's what our thought is. Yeah, because uh, because that's the the at this level with what's being released, Doctor Sleep was number two at fourteen. All right, I'm going. Fuck it, we're doing it live. Fuck it, raw feed. Uh, number one is of course got to be Good Liar. Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Number two. Number two, Midway. Okay. Number three, Charlie's. Number four, Playing with Fire. What number about five. Sleep? Number five is the old people uh, dating movie. Whoa, Doctor Sleep, Sleep just out of the top out five. Out of it. Out of it. Out of it. Playing with Fire, holding on, only dropping one place. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I think the dads are going to be telling each other. They're going to be going to different movies. They're going to be, yeah, the Midway and Ferrari is just going to be all dads all weekend. You know, they're going to break out their CB radios. Mm-hmm. They're going to break out their ham radios and talk to each breaker, other. Breaker, breaker. That's how, did you know, that's how dads Midway tell each other. Midway through Ferrari. That's how dads, when they really want to tell other dads things, ham radio. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, so what did you say, five? All right, I'm just going to say, yeah, I'm going to go, uh, number five, I had the old people movie. Okay, good liar. Good liar. All right. So that's my top five. Holy fuck. And I'm saying shit. Charlie's as an under. I'm saying uh, good liar as an over. Okay. And Ford versus Ferrari as an under 30. Those yeah. are all my predictions for the week. Yeah, Charlie's definitely under. I, I, I uh, you know, it's got to be or, uh, you know, or we're, we're retiring. Jeez. Um, Do I really want to go midway? second holy shit and then dr sleep falling that low yeah, dr sleep is gone you really think so shit okay so i gotta have something different um here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna say of course ford versus ferrari number one gotta go with that um here's what i'm gonna do. i'm gonna say i'm gonna say I'm going to say Midway number two as well. 
But then I'm going to say Charlie's. So we're all the, we're the same top three. And then I'm going to say Dr. Sleep. Okay. And then I'm and going then to with say fire five? playing with fire. I I don't trust the wrinkle play. So we are both saying playing with fire will stay in the top five. I think so because this is they, a big win for John Cena. If it's if it's true, if if huge we, if true, huge if true. Okay, so. We are getting dangerously close to a one-hour episode. Oh, my goodness. What time are we Something we at? always say we don't want to do over 50 minutes. We're like 53 minutes. Okay. So, real quick, let's 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 go back in the way back machine real fast. Very Look at the fast. disaster that is Kristen Stewart's B.O. Okay. Now, not always a disaster. She actually had some very good years, but they were very specific. They were from 2000 and... Eight when the first Twilight came out to about 2012 when the last one did. Now she was a child actress. She was in Panic Room was her first movie, which made domestically 95 million dollars. Mm-hmm. David Fincher movie. Uh, then her next biggest one after that was Jumper, which is a movie that's completely forgotten. Oh, Justin Timberlake and Sam Jackson. No. I th- that w- this was uh, Christensen or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, yeah. right. He yes. was jumping through time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That made eighty. Now when it re- really she really popped off. Two thousand November, two thousand eight, Twilight. That movie made a hundred and ninety two million dollars domestically. That is that was a huge surprise. Um, her successive the the next one two thousand nine New Moon. Uh, 296, uh, 2010, Eclipse, Twilight Saga, Eclipse, 300 million dollars domestic. Uh, Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn, Part One, 281, and then Breaking Dawn, Part Two, in 2012. So this was like every year that made 292. Now in between those, between this was her best stretch. I'm gonna guess she had Adventureland in there somewhere. She had Adventureland in 2009, so that was really it, it made early. 18 million. But she had Snow White and the Huntsman, right. which in 2011 made uh, 155. And the thing about that is, then they pulled her out of the sequel. They made the sequel without her, and that was a mega bomb. Well, that's because she had the an affair with the director. And because they thought, oh, if we just put Chris Hemsworth as the lead, it'll be a hit. And of course, he is not a movie star. No, so great Thor, but not a movie star. Her, this is when she could have really, because the fact that even though it was an IP, Snow White is not a strong IP. It's in the public domain, so anybody can make any bullshit with Snow White. We could right now if we wanted to. Yeah. We could make this podcast all about Snow White if we wanted. to. Well, we could make a Snow White movie. Yeah, we could. We could totally, totally do that. Yeah, but uh, still. That that was a big bo for a non Twilight movie, so she could have taken that and ran with it. She decided not to. So, the her biggest movie after two thousand twelve was still Alice, which was famously a movie no one saw and only is known because Julianne Moore won the Oscar mm-hmm. for Best Actress for it, and that only made eighteen million dollars. Everything else, she made American Ultra in 2015, 
14 million. Cafe Society, that's a Woody Allen movie, uh, made 11 million. Everything else she did made under $2 million or did not even make a million dollars. Wow. She did Camp X Ray, On the Road, Clouds of Silas, uh, Clouds of Sils Maria. So she's making shit on the level of like those James Franco yeah. self-finance movies that Yeah. Like if she was making these movies to hook up with guys, then she's the female. She's the female Franco, Franco. which we're not saying happened. She didn't do that. She no, and we're not saying. Movies. Listen, we're not saying anything happened. Yes, we don't know what happened. We don't know what happened anywhere. We're just two schmoes. So, and then she makes equals. Uh, certain women. Billy Long's. Uh, Billy Lynn's long uh, halftime walk. Personal shopper. A movie I love. Lizzie, a Lizzie Borden bird bird. I can't tell. Lizzie Borden movie. Lizzie Borden movie. JT Leroy. It's that movie about yeah. based on the documentary about the fake author. Like these movies made nothing. So she was stepping aside and saying, I want to make whatever little movies I want to make. And which is very noble. Is noble. But, but it has taken her out of the consciousness of being a movie star. And so she has three movies coming up. Charlie's Angels, which we think is going to be a bomb. She's got a movie called Seaberg, which is about Jean Seberg. Okay. Who's a famous woman. And then she's got that underwater movie, which- Oh, that's a January dump. Which is a January dump. So this is going to be interesting because mm-hmm. she is saying, I want to be, I want to be put under the spotlight again. Can I be a star? Right. Can I be a star again? And- this is a very crucial time for her because if this fails, she's opening herself up to stardom again. And if people reject her, she probably won't get another shot. Right. She'll probably end up being I think she's a I actually think she's a good actress, so I think she will end up winning awards and being in in uh, Oscar type movies yep, and a great streamer at some point. And and but I don't think sh- this stardom like stardom is the next two years. Right. If she can't get Bafa Bobo in any of these movies, it's it's not it's not good for her. Well, you know what? We're gonna find out right here on next week's BO Boys. So you're wrapping it up. We gotta wrap it up. Okay. We're wrapping it up. We're wrapping it up, guys. So if you're a one O B O boy or a one O B O girl, send in your top five. Yep. Email us at how to watch movies podcast at gmail.com. Send in those top fives and we will read them on the show for free. Yep. For now. Like we said, we are, and we are saying this, we are going to start another feed. This will be a separate feed from how to watch movies. It's going to be a separate email, right? So any emails we get to that new email, which is TBD, those aren't going to be free reads. You're going to pay for those reads. But right now, if you're sending it to this email, they're free reads. So hurry up. Hurry up and do it. All right. Under the wire. And until next time, we'll smell you at, at the, the box, box office. office. Yes. Nailed it. Yes. <laughs>